Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Nine eight-week-old German Shepherd puppies were stolen from a dog breeder in Nanaimo, British Columbia. Five of the puppies have been recovered and returned. The other four are still missing. The RCMP are investigating. Now, I've heard the dog thefts are up across Canada. Why? Is it just because you can sell them for a big buck? What laws do we have in this country dealing with animal theft? What responsibility lies with the owner and the breeder? And uh, Rebecca Bretter joins us, animal law lawyer from Vancouver, British Columbia, named to Canada's top 25 most influential lawyers list. Rebecca, this story, I mean, anybody's ever, ever had a puppy? You know, I've had quite a few in my life. Most of my life, there's been a dog heartbeat in my house. My view has always been, if there's not a dog heartbeat in your house, it's not a home. Um, but anybody who, who's heard this story, their heart goes out. Well, the, the first concern is for the pups. And then there's concern for the people who are raising them. What's the big issue to you here? Well, it's dog theft, actually. First of all, Happy Canada Day. Yeah, Happy Canada Day. Brighter, on a slightly brighter note, a happy, happy Canada Day, and thank you for having me. Um, the issue for me is this, it, first of all, it's heartbreaking, and dog theft actually happens across Canada and around the world a lot more than we would like to believe. The problem with, or part of the problem, I should say, with tracking it is that there isn't really one main organization or entity that tracks dog theft. So it's hard for us to know exactly how many dogs are stolen. But anecdotally, partly anecdotally, partly with with some organizations keeping somewhat of uh, keeping track of this. In 2020, uh, apparently about 2,000 dogs were reported stolen in Canada. I think that number is is probably a lot higher. I mean, just based on some of the calls that I get in my office about this. And and, and then there's the reasons why people steal dogs, right? And that could really vary from someone, like you just said, wanting a quick buck. It, and especially with purebred dogs, pure, pure breed dogs. And that's what people really need to be mindful of if they're going if they're walking out or if they're leaving their small shih tzu or or french bulldog or chihuahua um poodle husky a slightly bigger dog outside in their yard and if it's easy for them if it's easy for someone else to snatch their dog that happens and that could be because these breeds are cost a lot of money if you get them from from an an actual breeder and so people are going to steal them and you know sell them for half the price so you have to and this is one of the reasons why i can't stand online they should just be illegal online uh sale of of dogs and companion animals in general but so all that to say one of the main reasons is to make a quick buck but there are also people who steal dogs like beagles for animal experimentation reasons. So they sell the dogs to laboratories. It's quite easy to forge documents where someone is is supposedly a licensed uh, seller of dogs. Uh, so they could be sold for animal experimentation. They could be sold for uh, someone wanting a reward. Right, so you know how it, I'm sure you've seen posters, dogs stolen every now and then, right? Yes, yes, so of course. people put that up, and then 
And then the person who actually stole the dog pretends that they're a concerned citizen and then just basically wants the, the reward. But it's heartbreaking. And it's there aren't really many laws in Canada that, that deal with dog theft specifically. I mean, we have criminal law, right? And because animals are considered property, then people can be charged uh, for stealing property. But then really, when you think about it, the state of our animal laws are, are so in this country and the way we value animals is almost non-existent. So, really so Rebecca, what, what's, what's on the books that would allow whoever stole these puppies, if they're, if, they're, if they're caught, what could they be charged with? What could the penalty be? Well, it's, chances are that if, if they're caught, they may be charged with theft under 5000 you know, which isn't much, but who's to say that a dog is worth only $5,000, even if they're not a pure breed dog? A lot of us have rescue animals who mean the world to us. Of course. So why should a dog, if you if you paid a $200 adoption fee, why should that be the value that someone is charged with? They, there's, it, it should be a lot higher than that. Yeah. But it's really, the, the other point I wanted to make is that what I find interesting in, in my practice is I get calls of people saying, my dog was stolen, my dog was stolen. But I could say, at least speaking from my own experience and, and my own practice, is that a good number of those people who call and say that their dog was stolen, it's not actually that their dog was stolen by a random person. The dog was quote-unquote stolen by their ex-partner. Oh, really? And, and it's really because they believe that the dog is theirs and they had a fight with their, their spouse or ex-spouse ex mm -hmm. or ex-partner and they want the dog back. And so while people feel like that's theft, it's actually not. Very rarely do police get involved if it's a dispute between uh, ex-partners or spouses or roommates. But every now and then, if it's not a very busy day, police do get involved and they go to the to the spouse and say, you know, you stole your spouse's uh, or ex's dog, give the dog back. And people don't really know their rights and they listen to the cop and give the dog back. But that's but more often than not, police don't get involved and it's a civil issue. So you take it to court and it's a pet custody type of issue. Do you know, it's interesting that, you, you raised that because it was a very famous lawyer, um, forget his name now, in the U.S. And he and his wife at the time of their divorce got into a huge issue over who was going to get the dogs. And there was a lot of money in play. And the most important thing to I, both of them was to get the dogs. Mm -hmm. oh, I mean, they, yeah. they were, these people were very wealthy, but the dogs yeah. were the number one issue. Yeah, oh, absolutely. I mean, I don't want to stray too much off topic about dog theft, but it just it really, pet custody really is a, a growing issue. And certainly in my practice, I, I help couples or ex-partners get their dog back, or sometimes uh, if we do have to go to court every now and then, a court orders, this is in small claims court, court orders shared custody. But that's a very big issue, and it's just what I, I wanted listeners to know is that if, if you are in a situation like that where your ex-partner took your dog, it, you could try calling the police, but don't get your hopes up because chances are the police are going to say this isn't a criminal matter, it's not really theft. It's a civil issue between two spouses who are now fighting over who gets the dog, okay. or that, for that matter. See, I'm, I'm seeing in uh, front of my mind's eye, I'm seeing, and I've got a photograph of the puppies. Um, Eight-week-old German Shepherd puppies are as cute as can be. And they're, they're 
they're just so affectionate. I mean, puppies, just all puppies are, are affectionate. And and they're they're so dependent on mm-hmm. the people who have custody of them. Mm-hmm. And I, I just I just I just saw the pictures of these, these these pups, and I just it just broke my heart. It really did. I'm so dis, I'm I'm really disturbed yes. about this. Yes, and you know I've heard I've heard similar stories like that before. Um, I haven't handled them myself in my own practice because this it sounds like this really was theft, but. The other reason why people take dogs, and I don't want to necessarily call it theft, but take dogs from people's backyards is if they find that the dog has been suffering, if the dog has been tethered, and technically I suppose that is theft because you're taking someone else's property, and the person is doing it out of concern out of the, because of the welfare of the animal. They want to rescue or save that animal from that household. And so I don't know anything about this breeder, but... One thought that did come to mind when I heard the story is I wonder if there's someone in the neighborhood who doesn't like this breeder and doesn't want this person breeding dogs. And they took the dog not because they wanted to sell them for money, but they wanted to rescue the dog. I have no no idea about that. Yeah, so I don't know know about that either, but I'm just saying generally... There's certainly uh, cases out there where, and within the criminal context, where people take dogs out of yards in order to rescue them. Do you do you think there are people listening to this program right now who've had their dogs stolen? Oh, absolutely. I have. I have no doubt. Just drive me nuts if uh, if one of my dogs have been stolen. Of course, some of the dogs I've had. If you try to steal them, good luck with that. Because <laughs> <laughs> they wouldn't willingly go along with you, and 140 pound Rottweilers can be a challenge. Um, you know, you mentioned uh, the dogs for uh, that are sold to labs yeah. and beagles. There was a story that I came across a couple of days ago. It's two years old, I think, two or three years old. Four thousand beagles in the United States were, were found. They were heading for labs. Four thousand. Yeah. Four thousand. Yeah. I know it is. It's gut wrenching, and you don't even want to know what they do in in these labs. Um, and there were there was a, a pretty big investigation here in Canada um, where a facility in Montreal was testing on beagles, and that's the other problem is that we just don't have enough laws in Canada protecting animals in, in generally, but especially animals who are being experimented on. Yeah. There are actually, well, other than recently now, I mean, I'll put a plug in to our government, especially on Canada Day, where they just recently passed a law banning the testing on animals for cosmetic reasons, and as well as the phase out of testing the toxicity levels um, on animals. So Good. when... Because we test on Good. animals for chemicals and things like that, too. And again, you could only use your imagination to, yeah. to even think about how. Rebecca, I, I'm going to have to I'm gonna have to take a break, but I just want to share this with you. Doug just sent me an email with a photograph of a dog. Just an amazing face on this dog. And it reads that the caption is, The kindest souls were rewarded with the longest lives. Dogs would outlive us all. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.